millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. TheChairShot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always. Always. Use your head. You are now listening to ChairShot Radio. Always. Use your head. Oh, yeah, here it is, back again, another Tuesday, another episode of Chair Shot Radio Musical Chairs. Chair Shot Radio Musical Chairs is brought to you on the ChairShot Radio Network, part of the ChairShot.com, where we encourage you to always use your head. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. And that different approach to the broadcasting tag was given to you by one, Patrick O'Dowd. That's right. I'm here. I'm back. I still got Hall Notes in the background. We've done Musical Chairs Season 2 all season, and I have yet to do Hall Notes, Dave. Can you believe that? I'm waiting for it patiently. I know I, I don't word. think I don't Spo- think Greg's gonna give it to you, man. Well, here's the thing: is I am two weeks away from Hall, uh, three weeks away, I think, from Hall and Oates. No, two weeks. Two weeks away. I'm two weeks away as of this recording right now. I'm two weeks away from Hall and Oates, and I'm very excited about it because you know this coming weekend, uh, as we record here on Saturday the 24th, next weekend is the first weekend of October. As we flip over the calendar, and then the following weekend will be Hall and Oates weekend, as that's Indigenous People's Day. I am considering trying to sell Mrs. O'Dowd on allowing me to do a second concert that weekend because Hall and Oates is Sunday in Uncasville, Connecticut, Mohegan Sun. Looking forward to that. The, the night before in Mansfield, Connecticut, the uh, Mansfield, Massachusetts, not Mansfield, Connecticut, Mansfield, Massachusetts at the Xfinity Center. What's left of Allison Chains? Uh, I think it's um, and I want to say like breaking as you know, playing at the Xfinity Center. Um, <laughs> some of that broke up, Pat. Can you repeat that for the people at home there? So, what did you get? 
out of that. You you said that it was what's left of Alice in Chains, and then you started mentioning the other band, and then it kind of it kind of wobbled there. All right, Alice. It was. Hold on, I'm going to look it up to make sure I get it right because it's Alice in Chains, Breaking Benjamin, and Bush. With Ooh. and here's the thing about Mansfield, Massachusetts, and its Xfinity Center venue. It's an outdoor venue, so outdoor early October could be dicey. You know, weather is weather. You know, and it could be he's for an evening concert in October, or it could be a nice 50, 50, 60 degrees and, and, you know, just a pleasant fall evening. But that's a tempting concert to go to because they sell a ton of GA, basically. Like, they have reserved seating, and even the reserved seating at that place is only, like, 30 bucks. So the problem with it is getting to the venue and actually, like, parking at the venue it is all open fair style. Like you roll up, you get in line, you park in the field. And if you show up early, like if you're one of the first people to get parked, you're kind of one of the last people to leave and vice versa. If you're like one of the last people to show up, you're kind of one of the first people that can get out and leave just because of the, the nature of how the parking setup is. But that's a tempting concert. I'd go. Right? Am I crazy on this? I, and that's the thing is, I I want to go. I need a I need a co I need a I need a partner in crime. Well, like, it's only three thousand miles away, so I I could probably I'll be your huckleberry. I don't know if my wife will go for it, but right, yeah, we'll we'll work on that. We'll we'll get some flight information. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. I do think next week, unless you disagree, next week should be the season finale of Musical Chairs. No, I think that's about. That's about right. We're pretty close to the numbers, you know, a number of episodes we had last year, even though we missed a few of them here and there. But um, yeah, we missed a few last summer too, right? Like we canceled a few times last summer. So that's true. That, summer, summer is when you do that. Things like vacations happen, and and it's a good time. And I think that, uh, yeah, I think season finale of Musical Chairs will be next week. Spoiler alert: Patrick's choice will be. Hall and Oates. I'm just gonna tell you now. It's gonna be Hall and Oates. And I'm I'm also gonna go this a step further. It's gonna be like popular Hall and Oates. I'm I'm not doing a deep dive on, on Hall and Oates. I'm gonna give you two of my favorite yacht rocks and you you can all enjoy that. So that's now I, now that, I gotta think about what I wanna do. Training training camp for hockey is coming or is started at this point. Like I preseason hockey games are showing up on my DVR. So that's that's exciting. We gotta we gotta get ready to go. Maybe we'll see what our good friend Kyle Morris is up to. See if he can wants to do a a preview show like we did last year with him. Anyway, you said you had something on your mind as we were as we were pre gaming, uh, and had a question you wanted to ask. So feel free to ask, man. It's- so we were talking about Albert Pujols hitting home run number six ninety nine and seven hundred last night, and I'd asked you whether he was uh, batting as the designated hitter. And you said sometimes he is, and sometimes him and Goldie split it up a little bit. So my question to yep. you was, you know, you talked about how this was so unexpected for him to go on the run that he's had this year to get to this milestone. Do you think that the NL switching to DH this year had, was a bigger factor than perhaps was anticipated and kind of was a springboard to this? I don't think it hurts because Albert being 40 40- 43, 42, I can't, you know, (laughs) speculation about his age is very interesting. But 
you know, it, it, the DH extended in the American league extended careers, because when all you have to do is hit and not play the field, like you get to, like you get to rest, your body gets to rest and relax. The other thing that I think helps Albert this season in particular is that for the majority of the season, until he got hot after the all-star break, he was basically only facing left-handed pitching. And he, even in his decline, could still hit lefties extraordinarily well. And so Ali Marmol, the manager of the Cardinals, did a lot to try and set him up for success and to be a help for the team and more than just a smile and wave at the audience player. And then after a lot, you know, he credits the Dodgers for having, for, for kind of rejuvenating him to do one more season. He also credits the all-star game and that honorary placement in home run derby as this just sort of energy boost love for the game and wanting to finish it out as kind of a credit to his hot finish of the season. Like the dude's batting 260 and has hit 21 home runs. If you had told me, I, I said this on Facebook, and I think on the Twitter too, if you had told me at the beginning of the season that we were going to get 260 as a batting average out of Albert Pools and 21 home runs, I would have laughed you out of the building, been like, yeah, right, he's going to just do his retirement tour, and yet here we are. Like, here we are recording on September 24th, talking about sports instead of music for a second, because he, he did something that only three other men had done, and he's the first... Uh, uh, non uh, first player not born on American soil to to do it. Uh, the other three were American, you know, were American citizens by by birth. Albert came from the Dominican Republic, and he shared. You know, a lot of people haven't really talked about this, but he doesn't hug his teammates first after he hits that home run. Uh, he goes, and I can't even remember who it was, but he goes and gives a couple of high fives to uh, one of the other Dominican Republic players that's retired that, that was there to see him do it. And the luminaries that were out, by the way, like Dave Winfield was there. That was awesome to see, see big Dave, uh, stand in there as well. I forget how tall that dude was. Like that guy was a giant. He's a big guy, but I mean, like, like you're saying, I, I mean, think about this. I mean, Aaron judge is about to tie Roger Maris's record and likely break it. And this story is oh, yeah. at least been equally as important, if not more so, the last what week or two? I, I mean, and that that's a yeah, big deal last, when you look at what's going on. Right. It's been really interesting to see how the media has talked about this because there's been a couple of milestones in St. Louis that have taken place. Because the other record that got broken a week ago was Yadier Molina and Adam Wainwright uh, breaking the record for most starts as a battery. And that record will never be broken because of the way free agency works and the way teams offload players. The the next closest battery, I think, is Kyle Hendricks and uh, Wilson Contreras yeah. with the Cubs. Yeah. And they're at like 110. And word on the street is Wilson Contreras is gone after this season is over. So that's just the nature of baseball. You just don't have it. And so, you know, have a couple of careers that have just gone as long as they have, two of them together, to have Albert Pujols come back as a Cardinal, which I don't care who you are. Most people still see Albert Pujols as, as as a Cardinal, you know, oh, near decade with the Angels, notwithstanding, brief stint with the Dodgers, notwithstanding, he's he's a Cardinal. And the best part and, is, and Aaron Judge is going to be the next big thing. Yeah, like that's going to be great. The best part is you guys have a legit shot at winning a World Series this year, so that makes it even. I know, but look, 
the Dodgers well, are the Dodgers. Great in the regular season. The Braves are going to be tough. But I think the Cardinals have, you know, they got as good a shot I, as anybody. Yeah, here's the thing is I really hope that this Albert Pujols chase for 700 was the reason why the offense was so stagnant the last few days because or the last week or week so plus because they were not hitting at all. And it seemed like Albert was pressing and the rest of the team was pressing and they weren't having good at bats. They exploded for 11 runs last night against the Dodgers. By the end of the game, position players were pitching for both teams. So great stuff. Anyway, we have now we have now gone 10 minutes on this episode of Musical Chairs before getting to our to our musical acts. It's my week to go first, I do believe. Uh, Dave went first last week. I'm excited to talk about my band this week. Another one, I talked about uh, Seven Nations and an unknown band by most accounts. Dave had, Dave had so much trouble finding one of the tracks I picked. He asked me if he chose the right track. Hey, I will he say the recording. Seven Nations tribute to the cure. Excellent. Listen to that. While I was on while I found I found it on that website and I listened to it and it's like yeah. this is really good. I'm telling you, it's they're they're a good band. They're a really good band and are worth are, are worth a listen. And so, but when we come back, uh I am gonna share yet another band that is very personal to me. And you'll get to hear all about them after the commercial break. So let's get to it right now. You are listening to Chairshot Radio, musical chairs here on the Chairshot Radio Network, a part of the Chairshot.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Okay, welcome back, everyone. By the way, I'm really, I got to apologize. I know you all know my co-host, but it's still good form. To introduce them to the masses. Dave, you just jumped in, but I am, of course, joined by my partner in crime, the other OG member of Bandwagon Nerds, David Ungar. Hope everybody, by the way, enjoyed listening to episode 150 
la- last night as that all that that dropped on Monday. Though it's it's like we're talking about the future in the past. It's kind of fun. Uh, I hope I don't create a Google Blitz. It's it was great. I'll just say that up front. It's a wonderful episode. It's so wonderful. We don't even know what we're going to talk about yet on the episode that you've already listened to on the recording of this episode. You know, by the time you listen to the recording of this episode. So awesome. I'm sure there was like no guests. Uh, I think uh, I think maybe it'll just be a, a bandwagon of five. It'll be a little bit bigger. And uh, yeah, it was a great episode. Love doing it. I'm sure. Anyway, back to musical chairs. I shared before the break that uh, the band that I was going to go with today uh, is one that's personal to me. So last week I shared a band that was personal in between me and my uh, Mrs. O'Dowd. Uh, Seven Nations chose one of their be our song and, and have always just loved that band forever today's band the one i'm going to pick today is one of the two bands that the little o'dowd has fallen in love with as as, as a child and when when he was mu- when he was younger and, and trying to get him to go to sleep music was something that really worked for really well for us and, and for him and we would watch music videos on youtube and randomly, I was like, I bet he would love this video from 2006. And so I bring up a very famous video, probably the most famous one by this band. Okay, go. Four dudes on a treadmill, uh, on treadmills, doing all of these different stunts in sync with each other to the song There It Goes Again. And... Dave, do you remember this video? Because you're kind of going, wow, and kind of like puzzling your head. Oh, yes, I remember. This, this song, if I remember correctly, uh, There It Goes Again, was like one of the big songs on Rock Band when it first came out. So, yeah, I'm very familiar with this one. What's What's really interesting is this is the this is the song that kind of burst them as a hit, like in the mainstream world. That came off their second album. Their, their first album is their self-titled album, and had uh had a had a water had one song that actually appeared on video games of all things so they signed with uh signed with capitol records back in 2000 the band formed in 98 and their first album dropped in 2001 it dropped in uh or almost 2002 actually sorry it got it got released in september of 2002 but their first uh their first contract they signed with capitol records in 2001 and the first tune that they put out there that would uh get some play around the world was uh get over it and it it, it appeared on multiple video games it appeared on triple play baseball Madden nfl 2003 and guitar hero 5 and so go back give it a listen and you'll be like oh yeah i remember that it it did okay in the united states it reached um number 107 in the billboard 200 chart so it did okay, solid opening. And then they recorded their second studio album, Oh No. And Oh No, when it was released in August of 2005, again, their first single wasn't Here It Goes Again. It was a song called A Million Ways. And, and that was kind of their first one. And then this video hits. And then suddenly everybody followed Okay Go. Now, 
couple other reasons why like obviously my son was enamored with the with that video and was like oh that's very interesting so then we started exploring more of their music and the thing that becomes very evident about this band and specifically their lead singer uh damian Kulash, is that they love creativity within the making of their videos every video that you see and, and a couple of my friends they actually Feel like it holds the band back a little bit because they feel like the the singles kind of get overshadowed by the gimmick of the videos they post a lot of their stuff on youtube apparently during their time at capital records they didn't do a lot of mainstream video publishing because capital wouldn't let them they eventually leave and go to an independent label so that they could have more control over how their music goes out they weren't touring uh for a lot of it again because of whatever their record deal was with capital records but Every every video has some sort of like unique gimmick, and, and including the two songs I'm going to talk about. So, of course, everybody remembers the treadmill song. Uh, they their their biggest 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 hit uh, was actually a tune from 2014 called "I Won't Let You Down," where they're it looks like they're in like either Korea or Japan or someplace like that, and they're driving around on these really they're they're not segways, they're like little chairs that like are all like single like little tricycle trailer things and they do all it's this beautiful like synchronized routine that progressively go like pulls farther and farther away as it uses drone footage to then create images it's really really neat uh, but for the little odowd's money uh actually i'm going to do his song last i'm going to share mine first uh my favorite song by them is a song it was a tune off of their uh oh gosh i want to make sure i get the right album i think it's off their album hungry ghosts uh and hungry ghosts has a tune no it's not it's um sorry it's later it's actually not uh it's actually uh it was released in 2016 and it's called the one moment and the one moment is a is a wonderful song. I love the the construction of the song. It's very very beautiful. I, I find it to be somewhat inspirational. The video itself and the gimmick, and, and I think it's totally worth a watch. Opens with this scene that takes place. Looks like a bunch of unrelated images going in like real time, really really fast. Then they play the video back in a heightened slow motion with the song playing in a track in the background and everything that happened in fast forward is in time with the song as it plays and it's just meticulous it it blows my mind every time i watch it like the timing of how stuff watches and dave when you when you search these tunes out and i know you will and all of these are on their youtube channel watch the entire videos of both because they're just it's it's amazing and okay go is a as a channel and a, and a a musician group that if you watch them you're going to end up in a wormhole of just like oh i want to see what they did on this video i want to see what they did on this video and then you go back and you realize damn this is actually a really great song too on top of this video uh and, and it works so that leads me to connor's favorite too oops i outed yes connor o'dowd the little o'dowd himself i usually don't say his name so I what was what was your song again because i the one moment. it's called the one moment it features multiple seemingly unconnected events filmed in the span of a few seconds 
The video is then slowed down to reveal each action being played in perfect synchronization with the song. It was also sponsored by Morton Salt, of all things. And, and I, found that, I found that to be very, very interesting. Because they do. They get corporate sponsorship to put these videos out. So the other song that I'm going to talk about does come from Hungry Ghosts, their album from 2014. I'm going with relatively their, their more recent stuff. Uh, it's a great, it's really, it's another really beautiful song. It's all about a breakup uh, when you listen to it. And just sort of a couple kind of going through the motions, knowing that, it, knowing that it's over and just not quite severing the tie. But the song is called The Writings on the Wall. And this is a video that's done in a complete single shot using a portable handheld camera that they've put onto a contraption that allows it to move about. And they're in this big warehouse. And it's just optical illusion, like all over the place. And it's very, very cleverly done where they, they manipulate perspective to create images. They take like real physical images uh, along with like painted images that are made to look hyper realistic. And, and they go through this warehouse showing off all these illusions while at the same time, you know, playing this really great song. And it, when, when the little O'Dowd wants to listen to an artist, it's usually one of two. It's either Imagine Dragons, which we'll cover in season three, or it's OK Go. Like those, those are the two. And OK Go, he 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 knows their albums, he knows their songs. We we listen to them on the way to work, well, or, or on the way to school, and he can tell you all about it. I would take him to an OK Go concert if they ever tour again, but he's not quite ready for the language that takes place in the car. I have one of their live albums, and I was listening to their live. I was like, oh, I can't I can't take him yet, but he's close. Maybe when he's twelve. But those are my two. The last reason why I love OK Go and why I will forever respect them and love them is because during a, and I'm going to see, I'm going to see during their formative years, uh, when they were still trying to kind of play, like try to get some traction as a band in 2000, Ira Glass, a radio host asked, okay, go to serve as a house band for live performances on the show, this American life. And while they were the house band for that show, Ira Glass directly asked Kulash this question. Do you see yourselves as being earnest or clever? And I'm going re- to read to you Kulash's response, and I just think you're going to nod. So Kulash struggled with the question before deciding the answer was earnest. I wanted to write a full-on rock song, one that made me feel like Queen songs made me feel. After which he wrote the tune, Get Over It. And Dave is nodding because everybody knows Patrick O'Dowd's favorite band in the whole world is... It's Queen. It's funny you mentioned that because I was going to actually say that on my <laughs> my part of this episode. But anyway. What's that? That... Oh, Queen. Well, you'll see. You'll see. <laughs> okay. So, so, yeah. So, there you have it. The writing's on the wall. And the one moment, those are the two tunes by OK Go. Little O'Dowd, this week's episode of Musical Chairs and Chair Shot Radio, dedicated to you. Love you, kid. All right, when we come back, 
from our second. Hold commercial. on, hold on. I did. David, I, oh, I did want to say about OK oh, Go that um, I haven't listened to enough of them, but like them and the Hives, Tick Tick Boom, were two songs yep. that kind of like appeared on Rock Band around the same time, and so both of those I've discovered both those bands from 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 the, the game actually, but. Um, yeah, OK Go is a band that I, I every time I listen to some of their stuff, I like it. So I'm looking forward to checking these two songs out and seeing what they're all about, because I'm sure they're they're excellent. They're a really fun band. Very good. Uh, they, they and, and again, the videos are as much a piece of the entertainment as anything like they did. They recorded one video where they're on one of those planes where one of those high altitude planes where they help astronauts get used to weightlessness. And they do this whole video on this plane, like sort of at varying levels where the gravity like comes and goes and they're floating around. And, and again, it's, it's visually very cool. And most of the stuff is done on low budgets. Uh, and, and the other thing I really love is they then they, their YouTube channel also has a lot of how they did it videos, like how we made this particular video. Cause I do believe it's Kulash who has like a degree in engineering or something like it's, it's clear that these guys know their shit. So give them a listen. All right. Now we're going to go to our commercial break before we go to our recorded commercial. I do want to remind you all that if you love musical chairs, if you love chair shot radio, if you love the chair shot radio network, the best way to support us is to head over to pro wrestling forward slash the chair shot and invest in one of the many t-shirt designs that we have available for you. We have OG chair shot logos. We have show show brands, show brand shirts like bandwagon nerds. Uh, we have sayings from various shows like everyone hates Greg. There's all kinds of ways that you can get your chair shot radio representation fixed by heading over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. Shirts are only $19.99. Or if you're feeling fancy, want to spend a few dollars more, get it soft style, get something that feels nice on your giblet. Your body will thank you. And it's it's a great way to rep a brand. We love putting out quality content every single day on your internet airwaves. And the best way for us to keep going is to have you head over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot and invest in us. We really appreciate it. We love all the listens that you guys give, even if you loved the tool episode way more than any other episode of, of musical chairs. I get it. I'll go more mainstream. This is true. I, I'll try. I, yeah, we'll work on it. But anyway, when we come back, maybe Dave can bring you all back. By going a little more mainstream, you are listening to Chair Shot Radio Musical Chairs here on the Chair Shot Radio Network, part of the Chairshot.com. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. <laughs> Okay, welcome back, everyone. We're here for the second half of Musical Chairs on Chairshot Radio. Dave is going to regale us with his pick. I picked OK Go. Uh, and so, Dave, your turn. Tell us all about your choice this week for Musical Chairs. I thought you were going to say, Dave, OK, go. You know, that would have been... You know, <laughs> I wish I was clever enough and quick enough for that pun, because it does, it does exist. It's there all the time. So... First off, I am going to do what you've done and announce my pick for next week so that we get it out there for the season finale. I'm going to do Van Halen next week. Okay. So. That, that's a solid A-lister. A you know, like, if we were... 
to 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 reference it to to bring this back to a bandwagon nerds episode that's an a level that's an a tier band well and i thought you know we started i started the season with foo fighters with taylor hawkins and we lost eddie van halen a little bit earlier last year so it's a good time to talk about arguably one of the greatest guitarists of all time but that's next week so this week you know and what i was going to say is everybody who's listened to this show knows patrick's favorite band is queen my favorite band is green day and green day is one of three bands that has largely been credited with the i guess the renaissance of punk in the early 90s you know when when dookie came out that was one of the albums uh rancid is one of the other bands i like rancid they're not one of my favorites However, the third band that's been credited with this is one of my favorites or somebody I've mentioned earlier on a previous episode as one of these bands that for a long time, all they did was put out good records, whole records that were just good music. And that band is The Offspring. So, okay, um, there you go. Yeah, a fascinating band that, you know, I I didn't realize till kind of doing some of this stuff, looking into them, that this is a band that was formed in 1984, albeit under a different name. But they came out in 1984, and they kind of messed around for a while, and then they became the Offspring, and they joined up with the, I think it was Epitaph Records, which the guitarist for Bad Religion started that, and I don't remember the name, you know, Bad. And it's funny the parallels between the lead singer for Bad Religion, and I can't think of his name right now, but uh, uh, Dexter Holland, who I think is the lead singer for. Let me double check and make sure I haven't butchered his name as well. Yeah, Dexter <laughs> Holland is the lead singer for Offspring. Um, you know, both really smart guys. Dexter Holland just got his PhD in molecular biology in 2017. That's uh, nice. That's pretty impressive. But yeah, this this is a band that you know they they came out. They were on Epitaph. They kind of uh, the the record that came out before Smash came out was Ignition, and that's very punk oriented. But you know, it, I remember distinctly 93, 94. Um, I was, I was going to law school, Oh yeah, going to law school, working as a pizza delivery driver for one of the pizza joints out here and Longview had come out and we were like, holy crap, what is this? And then on the heels of that come out and play comes out from smash and my God, I mean, just absolutely blew the doors down and it did. I I would say, you know what? I've watched a few videos talking about this. I, I think the offspring absolutely was hugely responsible for the renaissance of punk rock in the early 90s. And I know as they went along, you know, they got more kind of like when you look at a bit, an album like Americana and Pretty Fly for a White Guy and what that, yeah. obviously their most popular song, you know, but it, it's, and it kind of ties in, like you say, OK Go has these crazy videos and all this stuff. Offspring had some wild songs, you know, Hey, Get a Job, Original Pranks, there are some fun videos uh, the the video for Pretty Fly for a White Guy is is pretty funny stuff and and you know they kind of drifted away from the pure punk rock sort of thing and, and started dabbling in some other things but you know Smash sold eleven million records which is still one of the highest selling and this is back when physical medium was a big deal it wasn't like it is now where it's just downloadable and so they're not tracking it the same way because you're buying you know you're buying songs not whole records but. 11 million records for an independent label is astonishing. When you really think about, put that in perspective, these guys came out of nowhere. And then their follow-up records, Ixnay on the Ombre was was good. Americana is the one with Pretty Fly for a White Guy and some other stuff on there. Um, one of the songs I'm going to talk about is from Conspiracy of One, which I think was their sixth studio album or something. And then the other one's from the follow-up, 
Splinter in 2003. But yeah, they're they're an intelligent band. They're you know, I, I don't think you can put them in the same category as Green Day as far as like mainstream breakthrough because like American Idiot is is going to be one of those records that is very difficult right. to draw any sort of comparison to. But when you look at the impact that they had on reinvigorating interest in punk rock, you know, from bridging the gap between Sex Pistols and the Ramones to when people started to get back into it. I don't think you could take anything away from them as far as their importance to the whole thing. You know, they're still they're still around. They're, I think Dexter's the only original member. Who's the other guy? Noodles. I, I like this guy's name. Uh, I think he's the lead guitarist. But uh, yeah, I, I've always loved the Offspring. And there was a period there, and and you know, getting kind of personal. My dad, when he was still alive, he didn't dig a lot of my music. But there were two bands that I listened to that he really liked. One of them was uh, a band called Me First and the Gimme Gimmies, which is the greatest. Oh, my! I have a really good friend who fucking loves Me First and the Gimme Gimmies. They, this is a band that can like, play. Yeah, go like ahead. Like when they show up to play anywhere. My friend Matt will be there. <laughs> I like I like your friend Matt. These guys can turn uh, me first in the gimme 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 gimmies can turn any song possible into a punk rock song. I mean, when you turn Mandy and Rocky Mountain High and that sort of thing into punk rock songs, right. you're doing something right. So my dad really liked them, and he really liked the Offspring. So that you know, if, if my dad when he was still alive dug those bands, they must have been doing something right. They've always been one of like you know top five, top ten of my favorite bands of all time. I absolutely love the Offspring. Nice. Could do new, no wrong for a while. So they're my pick this week. Uh, before I give my picks for songs, I'll turn it to you. Any thoughts on these guys? If you want to get a group of college kids going, play get a job at the bar. I'll say along, right along. It's 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 one of those things. And yeah, they're just you know pretty fly for a white guy. Um, I love the Weird Al Yankovic parody of Pretty Pretty Fly for a Rabbi, co-starring Fran Drescher of all people. Like, there's some great stuff. Yeah, they're just they're one of those bands that like got big and stayed solid all, all the way through, and they're still making music to this day. Like their website, very very active. I was I was checking it out while you were talking just to see kind of where are they now, what's what's happening, and I was afraid to go too far because I was worried it was one of those band or one of those um, band pages where the music starts playing and the like while you're looking at it. I was like, I, I don't want to, I don't want to mess with Dave's thunder. So I, yeah, I can't argue with, you know, part of that pop punk renaissance that happened in the mid to late nineties, early two thousands and, and the bands that is, that had spawned and moved forward. Like Weezer. Um, like I would say that they influenced blink 182. Oh, I would say that they, you know, some like for, some, 40, some 41, some 41, like all those. Yeah the offspring had a big role in that and you know they started in 92 so yeah yeah good stuff remember or they got they got bigger in 92 i asked for a 13 and they drew a 31 sucks but anyway um my picks for songs for these guys like i said one of them is off of the conspiracy of one record which is really really a really solid album probably a little underrated because it comes in the wake of the three that came before that but it's a song called Million Miles Away, which I think is one of the best songs off that record. The other one is off of Splinter, which is from 2003, and it's a song called Can't Get My Head Around You. And I, I think yep. th- those are two songs that I think you probably little, not quite as known as, say, you know, Self-Esteem, Come Out and Play, Gone Away, that sort of thing. But 
they're equally excellent songs. They'll be on the record. Make sure you check them out. Check out all the offspring because they are one of the most solid bands that we you know that I've talked about on my end of the show this season. So there you go. Cool. Excellent. So there you have it, everyone. Okay, go for me. The offspring from Dave. Two solid choices. Next week, you already know who we're talking about. I'm going Yacht Rock with my boys, Daryl Hall and John Oates. And Dave is going old school, playing, or giving you some tunes from one of the all-time greatest guitarists to ever live uh, with Van Halen. The real question is, will it be Sammy Hagar Van Halen? Will it be David Lee Roth Van Halen? Which band breakup period will have influenced him the most? It, so many questions. Yeah, it won't be won't be the singer from Extreme, although he was good, but um, probably not him. Nobody that that doesn't count. Like there, there it is. You are everybody knows you're in one of two Van Halen camps. You are either David Lee Roth or Sammy Hagar. There's no in between. And if you like what's his name, then you just hate music. Anyway. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Musical Chairs. Dave, before we get out of here, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you on the Chairshot Radio Network and how to find you on the socials? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter uh, at Attitude Ag. That is at Attitude A-G-G. And on Facebook.com slash Attitude of Aggression. So funny aside, I texted my buddy who loves me first in the Gimme Gimme's. It was just like randomly referenced on, on, on the podcast today. Thought of you. The response? Going to see them in a couple of weeks, exclamation point. Awesome. So there you go. Me first in the Gimme Gimme's, still touring, Season still three. playing tunes. Season and three. I told you, my buddy Matt, right there, front and center. You can find me, by the way, on the Chair Shot Radio Network every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Mondays, talking nerd stuff with Bandwagon Nerds. I hope everybody enjoyed episode 150. Uh, I know I did. Tuesdays, right here with Dave, talking hockey and music. One more episode of music before we get into the hockey season. And then on Wednesdays, I'm talking wrestling with Greg DeMarco. And basically right now, just Greg DeMarco. Maybe Miranda Morales has come back. I'm not sure. But that's on the Greg DeMarco show. Be sure to give it a listen. You'll hear us gripe about Tony Khan. That's basically our show the last few weeks is that Tony Khan is a piece of shit and terrible as a promoter and is successful in spite of himself. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Musical Chairs. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Can't wait to catch you next week on the season finale. This has been Chair Musical Chairs on the Chairshot Radio Network, a part of the Chairshot.com. You're right. There's nothing more lovely. There's nothing more profound than the certainty. In the certainty that all of this will end That all of this will end
Deep inside your soul, there's a hole you don't want to see. Every single day, what you say makes no sense to me. Even though I try, I can't get my head around you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.